Now we know that finding the perfect non-alcoholic drink can sometimes feel like a major challenge, but we've discovered something that's about to knock your socks off and your taste buds too. Go Brewing. Did you know Go Brewing was rated number one, number one, Michaela, for non-alcoholic beer in the country and rightly so. Fun fact. All of their beers fall under the gluten-free guidelines, so you won't get that gross bloated feel that you sometimes can get when you're drinking, let's be honest. Plus, all their brews without fruit have less than one gram of sugar. Because we want to feel sexy and sober and have fun, Go Brew is the perfect choice for us. And who says beer isn't sophisticated? When you could just put it in a champagne glass like I do. My favorite at the moment is the Sunshine State Tropical IPA from Go Brewing. It's the mango and peach flavor. As a listener, you can save 15% by going to brewing.com slash sobergirls or by using the code sobergirls. Plus, get a free two-day shipping on orders of $40 or more. Again, go to brewing.com slash sobergirls or use our code sobergirls for 15% off. Okay, can I be honest here? Yes. I used to rely on alcohol for a lot of things, including managing my PMS symptoms like anxiety, irritability, feeling blue, ugh, huge mistake. However, as a sober girl today, that is obviously not an option, but have no fear. Ladies, we found a solution to our PMS woes, alcohol so not needed. Enter Jubilance, your daily support and new BFF when it comes to true and effective PMS relief. It's so simple. Just take one capsule a day and keep your symptoms at bay. If you're interested in trying it, you can use the code SOBERGIRLS for $10 off your first order. I've noticed I have more energy, focus, less cravings, and my mood feels so much more balanced. Jubilance is a non-hormonal available over-the-counter and powered by two-ingredient formula used by thousands of women worldwide to live PMS mood symptom-free. Think less anxiety, less irritability, more peace, power, and dare I say, fun all month long. Try Jubilance for $10 off by visiting jubilance.com forward slash sobergirls or use the promo code sobergirls at checkout. That's J-U-B-I-L-A-N-C-E.com slash sobergirls for $10 off. Hi, welcome to Two Sober Girls. This is episode 29. I'm your host, Erin, and I'm here with my amazing co-host, Michaela. And today we have special guest, Talia Bennett, um, who created and launched Crisp and Crude. And we are so excited to dive into all things, but just quickly let us tell you a little bit about Talia. Um, she launched Crisp and Crude in Austin in 2020 after going alcohol-free to manage migraine pain. Oh my goodness, so much to discuss. Talia realized how beneficial this change was to her quality of life, but was consistently disappointed about being underserved. Talia, I love this. Um, for the better part of a decade, I feel the same way when I go out. Ah, she spent two years building out four flavors filled with relaxing ingredients and creating packaging that felt accessible and approachable, yet chill and fun, very chill and fun. We got to experience this, so chill and fun. I love your packaging. She is passionate about offering an alcohol-free beverage that still inspires calm sip by sip. I love that. Each flavor is chock full of mood-lifting botanical extracts from plants, fruits, roots, plus a line that has hemp extract, CBD, Talia lives in Austin with her family and is passionate as ever about the alcohol-free movement. 
and loves challenging bartenders to make her an elevated mocktail. This is the best when they don't have crisp and crude on the menu. Talia, I love this. Welcome, welcome. We're so excited to have you here and so thrilled to dive in. And just rereading this, you know, I can relate to so much in that. Like, I feel underserved as someone who is, you know, sober, but wants to have delicious mocktails, elixirs, and have a moment to chill and feel that I can sip on something relaxing and beautiful and not have to say, oh, okay, I guess I'll just have, you know, some water with a splash or whatever. And, you know, this is so necessary and vital and um, important. And we were so thrilled when you sent us some to try. And Michaela and I, you know, we're going back and forth. I'm like, oh my God, this one's my favorite, this one. And I loved your packaging. I love your clean ingredients. And I love your whole, um, your heart behind this. So with that, I just wanted to let you kind of introduce yourself a little bit and we'll just take it from there. Well, thank you for those kind words, Erin and, and Michaela and Erin. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited to be chatting with you today and you hit the nail on the head. If the hospitality industry actually wants to be hospitable and inclusive to all, there must be more non-alcoholic options on the menu other than uh, soda, iced tea, or, you know, whatever super sugary concoction they, they might want to make behind the bar. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, my, my path, I, like you said, suffered from migraines. Um, I still do occasionally suffer from migraines, but they started in my early twenties, my last semester of college. And I quickly realized alcohol was one of several, uh, things that activated and and brought on a migraine. Mm. And it took me years to figure out what to do about that because as a super social person, I did not know how to necessarily be, be social and sober. I couldn't figure out that equilibrium for a long time. And part of that, I think is I didn't know what to order. <laughs> I didn't know what to order at the bar. <laughs> Same. Okay. Yeah. So what was your relationship with alcohol growing up or, and, and then how is it now and how did it change and evolve? It sounds, you know, terrible to say, but I guess like a pretty traditional relationship with alcohol through, you know, through high school into, into college. I went to a liberal arts school in the middle of nowhere, upstate New York and hard winters and, you know, lots of Greek life and lots of drinking. And I, um, I, I, you know, it was, it was very social drinking setting for me. Um, I, I, what else can I share? It was, it, it was part of, part of every day, you know? And when did you start to question it? Yeah. I started to question it when it brought on intense pain for me. So, Mm -hmm. you know, as I said, you know, when, when I was 22 years old, I would have four sips of a beer and then I would start to get pain that went across my, you know, across my, my left eye over over my forehead. And, um, that's when I started to question, you know, is this worth it? What, what, what am I supposed to do here? Um, and I didn't know what to do. And, and even with, you know, you would think going, going the Western medicine route, going to doctors, no one really questioned like, Hey, is 
alcohol a trigger for me. Caffeine is also a trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I never had, you know, someone professionally sort of, you know, offer that advice. It was me figuring it out on my own. And, um, like, like, like that is, cr- we have to have a moment. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is. It Maybe is. we stop with the poison. Like, and I, but I, believe me, I can relate. I went to so many different professionals. I needed to stop drinking. And we I, see that pattern with a lot of women that come to us, um, have so many issues and, and some are not willing to let go. And it's like, once you do, there is work involved to let go of it. Right. Which is what we're here for, which is what we help to guide. But, you know, once you release it, it's just all of those, those symptoms will dissolve. Well, you know, and, and again, it's a process, um, that goes along with it. Um, so when did you stop drinking? So I significantly lowered my alcohol consumption through my twenties. Um, I would say it kind of went in, in, you know, um, like for like peaks and valleys when I went back to business school, um, you know, again, it was, it was a very social partying culture. And I, that was sort of where I was like, okay, what am I supposed to do? And you'd have moments of like, okay, we're going out, we're going to party. And I would then end up back into the same spot that, you know, for several years in my, in, in my earlier twenties, I didn't really find myself. It was, I didn't find myself in cause I wasn't in that party and culture, I guess. Um, or feeling the pressure to drink as well. Um, and then after, you know, after business school into my late 20s, I was like, okay, this is it. This is just not worth it. I cannot, I cannot live in pain like this. It is not worth it. And that's how it kind of started, you know, into my late 20s, early 30s. I ended up started hosting a lot of dinner parties at my house. And that's where I started mixing mocktails. Okay, I, I call them mocktails. Yeah. Crisping on alcoholic drinks. Mm. And when I, and you know, I'd mix, I mix alcohol, you know, cropped cocktails mm. for my friends who were drinking, but I was mixing non-alcoholic versions for myself. And when I started adding um, CBD, as well as these like botanical elements into them, what I realized is everyone around the table wanted at least one round, whether they were drinking alcohol mm. or not, they were curious. And so from an anecdotal perspective, I was like, okay, there's something here. This, this could be an idea. And it took a handful more years before I was ready to jump, you know, two feet into building a business out of it with a lot more market research and everything. But that was where it started. I'd start hosting dinner parties and I would find that at su- to some extent, so I'd have something to drink at these events <laughs> instead of, yeah. you know, going out to dinner or going so, out. And that's where it, the idea began. So what made you put in botanical things and where do you get those? Yes. Like, how did you come so, up with that idea? Well, I knew the drinks that I was missing, like I, I wanted, and I knew that for me, and for many others, there's a ritual to this, right? A, it, it's yeah. almost a relaxation ritual. And so how could I create a relaxation ritual with non-alcoholic ingredients? And that's what I was really interested in. I've always been um, 
connected to like how fragrances impact my mood. I think mm-hmm. for me, smell is my, is my strongest sense uh, for an emotional connection as I think for a lot of people. Um, and that's, that's where it began. And I'd start with things like, okay, I would like to have a version of a gin and tonic and I'd get out juniper berries and start, it was almost like a cauldron over my stove, like, you know, mixing these different concoctions that were alternatives to the drinks that I happened to be missing. And I was, you know, that's where I kind of made the connection, like, okay, I have these like piney juniper berries and this, and then, you know, the zesty citrus and um, that all feels really like, you know, sort of centering and, and uplifting in a way, like what, what is it, what is it about the fragrances of the traditional cocktails that I enjoyed most and how could we recreate that um, or something adjacent to it? Most of our drinks are not exactly like you know, hoping to be the, the exact imitation of, of, you know, traditional cocktails, but something adjacent to it that, um, that is tapping into a particular type of chill. So each of our drinks, you know, invites you to chill out in a different way based on the botanicals we're using. So I love that this sort of covers like a wellness category as well. Were you into wellness prior to that? How did that come about? Um, I, yes, I would say more so on, you know, the, the physiological connection between scent and relaxation, um, that, that has always been an area of interest to me and figuring out what, what natural ingredients could help us relax, um, on the other like areas of wellness, food has always been something that I've, I've been very passionate about from shopping, you know, specifically at the farmer level. And so understanding, you know, what we're putting in our bodies at a food level has, has been a priority, but I never really thought about it from the beverage uh, level until later on, years later. Well, and I love that when you get one of your delicious drinks, it's, it's healing to your body. It's calming. And if you, you know, that, the attachment that smell brings us back to that time and space that we, you know, that, you know, it could be a holiday, it could be a special event. And that to me, like really resonated because that is for a long time why I, I wanted to drink to relive that and to, to experience that. So to have something that helps to trigger that and get you into that state is so beautiful. And on the flip side of it, you know, you can't lose. So it's alcohol, destructive, destroy your body and mind. Or you pick up one of your delicious botanically infused drinks and you help rebuild, relax, putting only good things in it. Because you know what you were saying before, I really don't want like a big, disgusting drink filled with sugar. And then put down alcohol then to do, you know, consume sugar, which is another drug. Um, and it's not going to be relaxing. It's not going to create that feeling of like being part of the party and, you know, reminiscing. So it's so beautiful what you've created here. And I do love the cans. And I was thinking like when I was enjoying them, this is great to go anywhere. So if you're going to someone's house for dinner or you're going to the beach or you're going to a place where it's bring your own, it's so convenient. 
are you getting crisp and crude, which I'm hoping the answer is yes, into more places? Like, are we going to be able to buy crisp and crude or see crisp and crude in more bars? Like how, what is that looking like for you? Yes. Thank you for asking. So we're in about 200 stores around the country right now. A lot of like, you know, our, we love our independent retailers that we work with, especially all of the non-alcoholic um, bottle shops that have popped up and there are more and more non-alcoholic bars as well. Actually, one of the first ones, it may be the first one in the country, definitely the first one in Texas is here in Austin is Sands Bar, um, mm. which is such a wonderful community. I think what happens is when you remove alcohol, you become really like community focused um, establishments, which is lovely. And we're, yeah, we're growing um, by the day. We uh, launched in Central Market in Texas here, which is like the the large, very like fancy grocery store chain oh, here, which awesome. is super exciting. Um, and then of course we have our online business on Amazon for our botanical line and then our, our website for our hemp infused and botanical lines. Beautiful. That okay. is amazing. And so you said you went to business school, right? Is this what helped to birth this into the world? How was that process? I haven't thought too much about that. I did not um, specialize in like branding or consumer packaged goods in business. Because your branding is beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I think for me, business school was a very you know, holistic experience and thinking about strategy and building and mission. Um, So I've certainly pulled from it, Mm -hmm. uh, but I've pulled just as much from like personal experience as well to build the company. And did you have a different career before doing this? Um, I did. Yeah. I did not work in, in packaged goods or beverage prior to creating the company. I worked in, in finance and, um, and, a technology startup prior to crisp and crude. Amazing. Yeah. You are so cool. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I have a question. Um, since you are sober, you're fully sober. Yes. I don't. Okay. So, and you you know, for me, I I can sit like, I always use the terminology alcohol free for me. Um, I, I did not, you know, go through a, a recovery program and like all of, all of the in, in incredibly intense, deep work of recovery. So yeah. for me, I always, I always say alcohol free, just out of, you know, that's, I don't know about, out of respect for those who have done all of this hard work. Yes. That's basically Aaron and I, so Aaron did AA and I just chose to live alcohol free. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's two different paths. Um, so how do you see conversations navigating around living alcohol-free? So being an alcohol-free woman and then also having this brand, what are some uh, patterns you see or some interesting topics that come up or questions that you get from people? Um, it's so interesting. When you say that question, Michaela, I think of it almost from like a demographic perspective. And so the demographic that is the most interesting and exciting to me is that of, of Gen Z. Um, mm. When, you know, we have, we have unexpectedly ha- created a, a really strong TikTok presence. We're probably the most um, liked 
adult non-alcoholic beverage on TikTok right now with over 700,000 likes. It's kind of crazy. Um, and this generation, you know, I, you, you read about it, them being dubbed the sober generation, but there is no shame in not drinking. It, it is just accepted and embraced. And it's quite interesting. You know, I think that they have seen what alcohol can do, whether that's to their parents or previous generations or exploring when they were younger. And, and it is not sexy. They're not there for it. And they're loud about it. And it's so cool. Whereas, you know, for, for, I'm an elder millennial. And I think that there is um, a growing interest in this sober curious space. What we see most is, you know, if it's not drinking alcohol during the week, like the week nights, but on weekends or something like this is very popular, more like pacing. I, I always say like our gold fashioned is the, the gold fashion between your old fashions, that trend is quite popular now. And that is simply because it's one of the easiest wellness hacks, right? (laughs) Moving alcohol is going to lead you to wellness. Well, I always say removing alcohol allows you to truly heal. Yeah. Like stuff that you haven't, you know, I was on my healing journey in my twenties, but I couldn't really fully heal because I never let go of it. So I was always like, two steps ahead, three steps back. And it's like, yeah, I learned a lot along the way, but the stuff didn't fully kick in until I was like, you know what, this, this is not working. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, like uh, across other demographics, I think like you see where alcohol-free options sort of make sense. Um, for those who are starting to feel like aches and pains in their body, they love our hemp infused wine a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, and the botanical line seems to really resonate with like, you know, particularly those identifying as women and like their, their 40, mid forties, early fifties, there's something that is quite relaxing that like they can just pop in a crisp and crude in replacement for like a glass of wine while you're yes. cooking. And- I so definitely it, felt more yeah. relaxed and I love that I didn't have to, like one was enough, like mm-hmm. one was like delicious. Like I didn't need to have like three or four. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, for those who have not tasted crisp and crude, they're bold in flavor. It is yes. not like a guzzler. They're not gulpable. It is a sipping experience. I loved yeah. having it like after dinner. So mm. delicious. Yeah. Do you have a favorite one? You know, when people say that, it's like, they're all my children. Yes. Yes. I have a favorite. I do have a Seasonally, I okay. tend to have favorites. You know, this winter I have been drinking a lot of gold fashions. During the summers, maybe more Paloma. We have like a little salt in our Paloma. So it's actually kind of like a healthy Gatorade if you're hanging out outdoors. Oh, cool. um, mm. Or like I might go, like, what am I feeling? Like, what mood do I might like? Do I need a little pep in my step? Okay, then maybe I'll have the Paloma or OG tonic. Am I feeling like I just sort of want to hunker down into the couch after dinner, Michaela, like you said, so that maybe I'll reach for a mellow mule and have like the set, like that, that settling feel of the ginger that, you know, helps. And that's really digest. also great for digestion. Yeah. I was exactly. Say that. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. very smart. And it's something you said too. I feel like my friends who drink, um, they're like now kind of like, I'm too tired. I, I, I so they I'll order like an alcohol-free beverage and they're like, I'm going to, I need one of those too. And I'm like, yep. this, 
fascinating to me. Yeah. Truly not addicted to alcohol, but just not realizing it's not helping them feel great when they're out and showing them that there's other options. Yeah. It's fun. And like, it's just, it is so exciting because everything is shifting in this direction. And Talia, so when you go to a restaurant and they don't have your drinks in there, (laughs) what are your go-to mocktails that you ask for? Oh gosh. For years, I would ask for bitters and soda. And I still do often. I, Mm. I really enjoy sort of like a a bitter end of a drink. And that is an easy one. Um, Again, good for digestion. Yes, exactly. And then what I will do and, you know, not every um, establishment will do this, but like you can look at their menus and see what looks interesting to you. And if it's not, you know, like all alcohol based cocktail, you could ask for a, um, you know, you could ask for a, a non-alcoholic version in a lot of places, depending on the city you're in. Like, for example, I just had a girl's trip to Las Vegas. Um, it was probably the most chill Las Vegas girl's oh, trip. I love that. <laughs> but literally every single place I went to was willing to create a non-alcoholic version of their cocktails. It's a hospitality town. And, and it was super fun. And just like you said, Erin, like I had friends around the table. They're like, you know what? I'm actually going to do that. That sounds good. no because we know this and like it's I always say we're so lucky to be on this side of things it's just so much better there's just so many benefits to not putting alcohol in your body and still going out and having fun and being a part of and it makes it so much better when you have like a fantastic mocktail elixir you know ready to go but you know, people are really waking up to this. And I feel like, you know, crisp and crude, is just like the perfect time to, okay, going, you know, have an event, have a party, going to the beach. Here we go. Like load up. What is next on top for you? Like where did like with crisp and crude or I mean, what's like your next step or. Yeah. So the two things that we're very focused on, um, there, there are two spectrums of a business. One is, you know, expansion from a sales perspective. So appearing in more retail chains across the country. Uh, and then the other one is building our community. So like I mentioned on, you know, we joined TikTok like four months ago and we're really building out like sober talk right now on there. Um, and so building community and that is at home uh, through our events across Austin and Texas, um, you know, building our community across the alcohol free space. Like convert, I feel so lucky to be able to have conversations like this. Um, and then on, on social as well. Yeah, I love that. So how has your health improved other than having less headaches? What else did you see improving? Um, you know, I don't know that I was in tune with my body <laughs> that much in my twenties to be able to notice like what health, other health benefits other than less pain I was experiencing. Certainly I think more energy feeling better on, on a Sunday morning. Um, I've always been a morning person, but just feeling better. Like if I'm going to be waking up at 6am, no matter how late I've stayed up, just feeling better at 6am. Um, and, uh, how else has it improved? You know, some of the other 
pieces that are, you know, still wellness for me very much are relationships, like having stronger friendships with more meaningful conversation that I, I, I can't, you know, put a, a price tag on that. It is just so valuable. And did yeah. you see a lot of relationships dissolve? Um, did I see a lot of relationships to dissolve? You know, Michaela, I think my story is kind of interesting in terms of timing, right? It was after college through this time period where like, typically you're in this transition phase. So some, some relationships will fall off naturally. Um, I've never spent too much time thinking about like which did and which did not, but yeah, I bet you could probably make an assumption that those that had more like meaningful connection and conversation mm-hmm. were the ones that stayed and those that were more on like a going out social level dropped off. Yeah. I'm just thinking about it now. You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> and do you have kids? I do. I have a almost four-year-old daughter named Towns. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I have one daughter myself. It's the uh, best thing ever. <laughs> it's a lot of fun it's a lot of work (laughs) and it's Um, better doing that work being sober that's what I'll say oh my goodness yeah mothering parenting sober is such a gift to ourselves and also to our kids it is it's my favorite thing about being sober just being fully present it really Mm. is I agree. And like tell you back to what you said, like the relationships being deeper and more meaningful. That's what you have now with your daughter. I find that with my children without alcohol getting in the way, our relationships are so much deeper and real and we really connect. And I really see them before when I had alcohol in my system, it's like, it's so fantastic. And every relationship is better when you are when you're sober, you're present, you're alcohol free, and you can actually listen to the person, connect, show up in love. Um, and I, I have to say, you know, because of that, I have so much more fun when I socialize because I'm actually there connecting and I'm also empowered to leave when I'm like, okay, well, this was good. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes. 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 Oh my God. I hope that there's a crisp and crude near us soon. That'd be so cool. Michaela. That would be yeah. cool. Oh, that would be cool. So um, I want to talk a little about, well, just the question about wellness. I love to know other women, especially entrepreneurs and um, people in, in wellness. Like what is your morning routine? Mm, Since you wake depends. up early. <laughs> yeah. It depends on, on like where I am in, in, in the, you know, in my moon cycle, you know, I'll, I'll adjust. Oh yes. Let's talk about that yeah. too. So I adjust my, I don't, I don't go by like a typical 24 hour cycle. I think that's a a very, that's one that is, you know, dominated by the the testosterone. It's made up for men. It's not made made up up for for women. And so you see all of these routines that say like, Hey, wake up at five, go have a hard workout. Like that is because that is the peak of testosterone for a, a, a man's natural cycle. Um, so it changes throughout the month for me. Um, you know, when I'm, when I'm in my menstruation cycle, then I'm not, I'm just relaxing in the morning and like following my body. And if I'm in my, uh, follicular and and ovulation phase, then I will wake up more in the morning and like maybe go for a little workout or a walk. So it, it really, it really changes throughout 
the month. Um, and I don't, I don't prescribe to like a specific regimented routine. I tried to this, and this is fairly new for me. This is within the last like five or yeah, five or six months. Whereas before I would have like my planner and be like, okay, I have to wake up at five 30. Mm-hmm. I have to go spend this much time. Like you know, checking off these tasks before 6am. Okay. I have to go make lunch and I have to go wake my kid up and like trying to stick to the very regimented schedule that just didn't work for me. And I'd feel shame if I couldn't stick to it. Um, and I didn't know why until I started like educating myself more and what was going on in my, in my body at each time of the month. Yes. We have different energy levels. There are, well, the, Kate Northrop is a great resource for anybody wanting to learn more about this, but um, she talks a lot about even scheduling your work and your fitness routine around your cycle. If you're a woman, Um, even for men, you can do this with the moon cycle because there's also different energies with the moon. And it's just so fascinating. It's very intuitive. It feels really good. And once you align yourself with that, route, you're just like, wow, life is much easier. I don't have to like push. And like you said, get those tasks off of a list and you know, you're still not feeling fulfilled. Like we want to feel fulfilled while we get things done. So this is a really great way. For example, like if you're on your cycle, like if you are on your period, um, just doing gentle stretches versus if you are ovulating, you can go to those like more intense classes um, and just honoring your body with that. And also with food as well, mm. makes such a huge difference with energy and also self-love and, um, self-appreciation and just seeing yourself. And it's, yeah, it's, it's really cool to, you know, we have to like learn these things. Like we're, we were never taught these things in school. Um, usually I would say 95% our parents never taught us this because they didn't know. Mm-hmm. And now all of this amazing information is out there for us to receive. We just have to be open and put in a little bit of work and test some things out, but it's so worth it. It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. You have to do see you have what works resources. For do you have some resources? I for this do. Yes, I do. So, um, I am lucky to have a friend based in Austin who also owns, she's an entrepreneur who owns a company. Her name, it's called Funk It Wellness and it's a mm-hmm. seed cycling company. So, you know, you mentioned like nutrition and, and diet, Michaela, there's this thing called seed cycling where you have like pumpkin and flax for half of your cycle and sunflower oh. and sesame. Oh, I want to know it more. Really, really <laughs> help with like PMS, uh, um, Wait, so what seeds are we supposed to have? Uh, Do you know? Yes. Let me make sure I get it right. Um, (laughs) Love it. Screw it up. It's called, yes, yes. I'll send you the link for, if you want to throw it in the show notes, because it's so, um, it's so amazing. You know, of course you can make these yourself. You just have to, um, like grind up the seeds in a, in a Vitamix or a blender, uh, just to make it more bioavailable oh. to you. Yeah. Um, or, you I know, like I, I throw them in my smoothies or something like that. So it is, um, it is sesame and sunflower for the second half of your cycle, which is your luteal phase and then pumpkin and flax for your menstruation, follicular and ovulation. Um, and that's sort of where I started. It's, it's funny, you know, like we were going out 
we were supposed to meet up for coffee and I got there and I was like, oh my God, I'm on like the first day of my period and I'm feeling so shaken. She's like, what are you doing here? Like, just stay <gasps> home and rest. Don't do work. Like almost, it gave me like permission. <laughs> well, do you know that in some country, like some countries, women, when they have their period, they stay home. Yeah. 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 Like we have a baby and back to work the next day. Like we are wild. Yeah. wild. Right. 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 Yes. This is beautiful. And just being able to honor how we feel. And I find too, like now, if I crave something, and Michaela, we talk about this all the time. I and I like really my body's wanting it. I have it. And then I'm like, oh, it all like makes sense. I'm like, and maybe I'll get like my period the next day. I'm like, oh, well, of course. This is all I yeah. I need this or I if we just listen to our bodies, our bodies are the, the greatest doctors. We have it in-house. We just need to listen. Um, oh, I need to check this out. Funk it wellness. Yes. So cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. You have all the fun friends. <laughs> I feel very lucky for the friendships I have. <laughs> so, like Austin's such a fantastic place to live too. What you're doing and what you're creating, mm-hmm. it's probably so inspiring to be around like-minded kind of almost artists who you're, you know, what you've created is a work of art. In oh, these- thank you. Yeah. Are you having any more coming out? Any other flavors? Um, you know, so we, at the end of last year, launched our botanical line. So we didn't initially come out with a, a botanical line, just our hemp infused line. And then we realized like, Hey, this company is about like inclusivity being as approachable as ever and so it was important for us to have the non-hemp line um and we did come out with two additional flavors our Paloma and our gold fashion then as well um and so we are in the works for some other flavors which would come out probably like end of next year but still doing like some market testing on them you know seeing what people like and, and fine tuning, they'll all be similar in that they are, you know, flirting with drinks that we know, um, flavors that we know, but playing around with, with other botanicals to create, again, other iterations of this type, you know, this invitation to relax or to chill. Amazing. Um, so cool, Talia. Well, thank you so much for coming on here and sharing this and doing the work in this space. It is so needed. I can't wait to check out your TikTok, but where else can our listeners find you and purchase your, your drink? And would you, do you have a coupon code? I don't know. We didn't talk about this before, but yes, we we definitely (laughs) have a coupon code for y'all. Sober girls. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's um I don't know if we actually have it set up but let's call it sober girls 15 I'm writing it down to tell my team Perfect. to create it now you can put it in the um thank you in the show notes Definitely. um so yes use sober girls 15 on our website which is crispandcrew.com you can also find our botanical line on Amazon. So if you like to prime things to your house, check that out. Super oh, easy. If you like nice. it, write us a write us a review. You know, that always is so hugely helpful on Amazon. Um, our store our store locator is on our website as well to check out some different stores. Um, I know we do have a couple in New Jersey. Um, and then uh, what else? 
TikTok um, and Instagram is at drinkcrispincrude.com. Oh, it's not .com, at drinkcrispincrude. And we would love for, you know, everyone to come over there, introduce yourself, let us know what, what you want out of, out of the community, because we absolutely love creating content that resonates with the alcohol-free community. I love that. Well, go and grab your crisp and crew drinks, Sober Girl 15, and make sure you take a picture and tag to Sober Girls podcast. And what, what is your handle again? Drink crisp, Drink and crisp and crude. All right. Thank you everyone for listening. Everything we talked about will be in the show notes and we'll catch you next time. Thanks guys. Thank you. I'm Madeline and I'm the host of the Happiest Sober Podcast. I got sober in my 20s after a decade of gray area drinking and the greatest plot twist of all time was realizing that alcohol, the thing that I thought made my life the most happy and fun and exciting, was actually the exact thing preventing me from living my happiest and best life. My mom is 40 years sober and she joins me on my podcast very often. I like to call her my part-time co-host and I also bring you solo episodes where I share my top tips, tricks, and mindset shifts in sobriety and lots of how-tos for navigating all the things sober from weddings to parties to holidays to bachelorette parties to trips. I'm also joined by so many guests who come on and share their sober stories and they're all so, so inspiring. I'm here to show you that life doesn't end when you quit drinking. In fact, it's very much the opposite. And no matter what your relationship was with alcohol, life can be the absolute happiest when you're sober. New episodes come out every Tuesday. You can listen to Happiest Sober Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.